This is a Federal News Network podcast. Since way before the pandemic, the Postal Service has been dealing with another public health crisis, illegal shipments of opioids to the United States. Now, the 2018 Synthetic Trafficking and Overdose Prevention, or STOP Act, requires international shippers to include advanced electronic data on all U.S.-bound packages, and that's supposed to start next year. But not all of them will have that tracking data before the deadline. For one expert view, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman spoke with Lexington Institute Senior Fellow Paul Steidler. I think it's important to keep in mind that before COVID-19, the epidemic that was impacting America was the opioid crisis. We had 128 people a day in 2018 who died of opioid overdoses. The president declared this a national emergency, and we had up to 70,000 people a year dying from drug overdoses. Those numbers have come down a little bit. They haven't come down that much. But this was a public health crisis, is a public health crisis. And in fact, in 2017 and 2018, the most important issue from the Postal Service, an issue which brought a lot of unity among Democrats and Republicans, members of the Senate and members of the House, was the need to get opioids out of the mail. And the principal reason for that, the reason that it's been well documented that drug traffickers in China prefer to use the Postal Service is because of the fact that it does not require or it had not required what's known as advanced electronic data on incoming packages. That's technology that includes the core contact information, who the sender is, where the item is going to, the date on which it was shipped and using very sophisticated data analytics, which are becoming better all the time, it is possible for the Postal Service working with CBP, Customs and Border Protection, to identify a lot of these suspicious packages, seize them before they get to the U.S., and to get this poison before it gets to the streets and gets to kids and gets to others who are going to be killed. Just to clarify and drill down into that a little bit further, What is the value proposition of this uh, advanced electronic data and how would this improve this pretty systemic problem of opioids in the mail? The advanced electronic data tells you what is in the package, or at least it tells you what the sender says is in the package. And the work that is done in detecting this is such that if there are packages from a suspicious area in China where other opioids have been seized, if there are packages from a suspicious sender, if there are packages from a sender that is entirely bogus, that provides some of the uh, technological information that helps to identify suspicious packages and enable them to be identified and seized when they come to the United States before they're delivered to the end person. You know, this can include things like something going to an abandoned house, for example or a condemned house. There are many techniques and many ways to um, identify the suspicious packages, many red flags that come into play. The reality is there are hundreds of millions of packages that come into the United States every year. And if even a small percentage of those do not have advanced electronic data, that's still a huge quantity that you're either going to roll the dice with in terms of letting them go out, or you're really going to have to gum up the works and inspect every single one of them. What level of compliance will the Postal Service reasonably see on January 1, 2021, when that deadline does hit? Uh, What kind of AID compliance will we be looking at by then? Well, the short answer is the Postal Service knows the answer to that, but they're not telling us what it is. 
you know, in a report from the Office of Inspector General that came out on September 30th, they redacted the figure for the percent of packages from China coming into the U.S. that do not have advanced electronic data. I should point out, though, that for May of 2019, they said that the figure was 85%. And Congress had also demanded these figures previously, and it appears that those figures had gone up significantly from 2016-2017 up to the 85% threshold. Hopefully, it's more than 85%. Hopefully, we haven't lost ground on that progress since May of 2019. And I would also urge the Postal Service to just let the public know what this figure is. You know, they often cite competitive or other reasons for not revealing this information. First of all, we have a pretty good idea that it's 85% and hopefully north of there at this uh, point in time. There's really no competitive reasons for them not to put this forward. In fact, I think they could make the case that they should not deliver any of those packages and that the administration and Congress needs to get tougher with China and others who are not requiring AED on their end before it comes to the United States. Because the most quick and easy solution on this is for China Post, the Chinese Postal Service, to require this on all packages before it goes to the U.S., you know, the State Department has a pretty substantial bully pulpit internationally. And so from your perspective on things, where do you see the State Department being able to perhaps further enforce the STOP Act and making sure that foreign posts do provide that AED? The first thing that should be done is that Secretary Pompeo or others in the uh, State Department, either publicly or diplomatically, whatever it takes, should go to China and should say, we need your postal service to make sure that no packages come to the United States without advanced electronic data. Currently, about 10% or so are coming. That's probably tens of millions of packages a year coming into the U.S. that we have absolutely no idea what is in them and which are much more difficult to track than the ones that have AED. So certainly at a top level, that should be done as quickly as possible. The um, State Department actually governs the Postal Service on international matters before an organization called the Universal Postal Union. This is an arm of the United Nations, which is based over in Geneva, that sets international rules about postal shipments. And the Universal Postal Union has been moving to widespread use of AED, but they're doing it rather slowly, and there's a lot of interests that come into play and gum up the works here. The State Department has worked with the Postal Service previously at the Universal Postal Union to change international postal rates. They should take a page from that playbook and look to enforce tougher and more widespread and comprehensive advanced electronic data standards. Again, that's not a huge leap technologically. The technology has been around and widely used for 20 plus years. If after two plus years, we don't put some teeth and we don't go to China and say, you have to respect our laws and not send us packages using a technology that is well established, that's easy for you as one of the world's leading economies to implement, we just look silly and don't really serve the American people and allowing the opioid epidemic to fester far more than it should. Paul Steidler, senior fellow at the Lexington Institute, speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.